Hello, everyone. Today with me, I have a woman who has done Miss Saigon, First Date, Rent, Xanadu, and Elf, and she led the national tour of The Little Mermaid. I have the wonderful Diana Huey? Huey? Huey. <laughs> okay. I was like, I knew it was one of those two. Okay. Because um, I had, remember I had Q Lim and she was like, it's Huey. And I was like, really? I, okay. I was like, okay. Um, so how are Thank you, my you. darling? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. It took me forever to get you on this podcast. <laughs> and I say I, that with love. <laughs> I know you were, you were texting Sean. He was I, like, yeah, um, yeah. you need to get back to him. <laughs> I have so many yeah. like, messages that come in through like Instagram and social yeah. media. Not like, and not because I'm so anything, just things come, or like if someone mm. likes a story or likes anything, you know, yeah. it comes into my messages and it's, it's like you scroll forever and I <laughs> just, I, it overwhelms me. And then I'm like, uh, I can't yeah, no. go through and like look through all of these messages every day and then it just gets worse and worse and worse <laughs> no i said that with all the love in my heart but like i know that i was like i was like oh my god it's like i'm trying to get like barbara streisand on this podcast no it's just trying to reaching out to social media is such a hit and miss thing you know it's yeah. like and then i was like i know if i harass sean he'll get in contact with her oh my god <laughs> and then i jokingly said to him i was like harassment works and i was like no let me unsend that first <laughs> so Sorry. yes no no you are fine i'm saying this with love and in a joking manner um it's a treasure <laughs> to have you on so my introduction to you was like probably a lot of people was that whole the little mermaid drama with you um, but, and I remember seeing your name, I remember reading about it and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I, I was know. like, who cares? Who cares? I was like, <laughs> who but cares? then, and then several, and then like a few years passed because I don't, and then I was in college and I was going to see Xanadu at the Hangar Theater. Yes. And I was with my friend, my coworker, Molly, because we worked in the library. So we got up there like a week or two early just to, you know, because what we did is like we organized all the books in the library and stuff. So we just go up there just to make sure, you know, everything is or in order for the start of the school year. And then I, so we were like, she was like, do you want to go see a show? And I was like, sure. I was like, what is there? She's like, well, there's Xanadu at the hangar. And I was like, okay. okay. And then I was like, okay. Um, it was my, yeah, it was my second time there. And I was like, okay, cool. Because normally I wasn't up there when they had shows because all their shows are in the summer. Right. And I was. And so I went up there and I was like, I saw, I remember, I saw your, I was looking at, like, I was reading the playbill, which was where for me at that time, because I normally didn't read the playbill at that time. <laughs> um, I was reading. You got there like, early enough and you're like, I'm yeah. scared. what can I do? I I'll read there, the playbill. <laughs> <laughs> I got there early and I was like, this name, this name sounds familiar. And so I then went up and I got outside and I saw like your pic, your picture was in the lobby and I was like she looks really familiar and so I like did a quick google search of your name and I was like oh that's where it was mm. and then so you were um Kira in it and I remember I don't know how much you remember that but I remember I was the one who I have a very obnoxious laugh and so there were times where I was the only one laughing and like you just see this <laughs> in the audience. Well, and, thank you for laughing. And I was like, and I would get like people looking at me and like, what? It was funny. Like nothing's worse than being the only one that laughs at the part of a show, um, especially for me. Worse, nothing's worse than when something is supposed to be funny and no one laughs. <laughs> 
That's, like, that's kind of worse. If there's like a good audience member that's like having a good time, it's so helpful. That's always me. Like, oh I my gosh. I was at Summer, the Donna Summer musical, and there was this one part at the, I was at, I saw it on tour for my, for uh, Danielle Williamson. And I remember I, there was this one part at the end and she said something along the lines of, well, I was on my knees for one reason or another. And I just <laughs> cackled. And of course I was surrounded by old people and oh, they yeah. all just like, they all just turned and looked at me and I was like, what? I was like, they nod as amused. I was like, don't act like you didn't have one of those days. <laughs> so that was my, so that, so my intro, like I knew of you. And then I wasn't until Xanadu where I was like, uh, and I saw like little videos, but it wasn't until Xanadu where I was like, oh, she's really good. Like oh. where I was like, oh my God. I was like, and then I met you afterwards. And I remember, yeah. cause I was, we were literally about to leave. I was about to pull out because that was my first year that I had a car up there. Um, and I remember we were about to pull out and then I was like, wait, oh my God, I think that's her. And I like got out of the car and left. I was like, be right back. That's so funny. <laughs> and I, and then, you know, I started following you and then like, you know, years later, I then saw you at Walnut Street Theater with Little Mermaid and I was so excited. And then I saw you again. And then again, me being loud. I remember I like yelled brava or something afterwards when Sean was giving his speech yes. and he was so taken aback by it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> from like the balcony, right? Yep. Yep. From the mezzanine. I was like in the first few rows in the mezzanine. Um, cause it was during the Walnut street theater school thing. So yeah. So anyway, that was my introduction to you and I have been in love with you ever since. Aww. So for me, I have, so my main, my first question for you is not really theater related, okay. but now this is me as a fan of drag race and I'm sure you know where this is going. I do. You are friends with the, with the, to quote her, the internationally tolerated drag superstar Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yes. I she's like i am the inter i yes um how did that friendship start because i think you guys went to college together right we went to college together and um did shows together uh uh jinx jerick grew up in oregon um and yeah. i grew up in seattle and our the school that we went to was in seattle um and we both stayed there after school for several years um and uh did like we did rent together that rent that you were talking about and we did spring awakening together he was moritz and i played vendela um and he had done we did when we did rent together it was at the fifth avenue theater in seattle um jerick was playing angel and it was right after they had finished filming that first that that season of, of mm -hmm. drag race and we were like so like just tell us though do you win like you win right and they were like honestly they film every single person winning and we don't know until it airs <laughs> we're like oh okay but did but did you do you win, you yeah. win right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know i really don't know because <laughs> yeah so my because i remember i just felt because my 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 favorite seasons are four five six and twelve Mm -hmm. And I know I started watching Drag Race my junior year of college. And I just remember, because it was on Amazon Prime at the time. And I just remember I just fell in binging. love. I was binging because I was, oh. I watched, I started six mm -hmm. because I had watched Hurricane Bianca. And I was like, oh, wow. And I like knew of Bianca Dari and I was like, wow, he's, they're really funny. So I then watched six and then I sort of went like in like reverse chronological order. I then went Got six, it. five, four, three, two, one. Um, and I remember I just like, yeah, so that was like, and it has just been like 
And now you guys still keep in touch. Cause I remember I didn't even know about this until, until like all-star seven was announced. And like, you posted a picture where you're like, this is me with my friend. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is it really like just so proud? Uh Uh-huh. He's they're so incredible. I Mm -hmm. love jinx. Um, so anyway, now to get back to theater, now that I was had my drag race obsession. Jinx, I know through theater, so. Yes, not, <laughs> it's theater related. It's, it's <laughs> not a derail from theater. <laughs> um, so first thing that I remember when I first, when I was starting to, because I always do research before these interviews. And um, so a lot of things, and I, I noticed this before, but you've, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the times when I look at um, people of Asian descent and their um, resumes, a lot of the time it's always, it's always what I, it's always like, there's always like the three stereotypical shows, The King and I, Miss Saigon, and then sometimes Flower Drum Song, depending oh. on who it, depending on what, where they were. And so it's always like that, or it's always just like, just a bunch of East West players credits. Now I loved East West players. That was not a dig on them, but no, yeah, yeah. with your resume, I was surprised because you only had two credits of Miss Saigon. Mm-hmm. But everything else was very much, it was a lot of typically white roles. Yeah. I mean, there were a few, I think there were a few like Asian, not Asian shows, but like shows where you were playing an Asian character, but most of your roles were not like defined by their race, which yeah. I was so fascinated about. Was that on purpose or was that just like by coincidence? Um, Mostly by coincidence. I mean, it's as, as an actor, you're like, whatever job, you know, you're, just throwing out it's like all of the pasta and just seeing what mm-hmm. sticks and like when someone will be like, yeah, okay, I'll hire you. Um, but it has been a, a big thing for me of getting to play roles that typically would be cast with like a white person. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, and, and now it is something that I feel um, like I do prefer that in a lot of ways there there is also something really special like about the saigons and the the asian american theater community is really tight-knit really special um and there really is nothing like getting to do a show um with it with a primarily asian cast it's really it's 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 like such a family and very like food centric everyone's always we're always eating we're always but there's just this uh camaraderie and you know we all sort of understand how special it is to get to be doing this and uh it's but I do really enjoy getting to do things outside of the box um and not that I mean Miss Saigon changed my life like getting to do that show um and I'm I love 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 loved every minute of it um but yeah, it's so fun to get to, you know, play like Sherry and Rock of Ages or Jovi and Elf or, you know, things where it's like, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't, and it also really doesn't matter. I guess in Rock of Ages, she, in a lot of the breakdowns, Sherry is, you know, they describe her as blonde, they describe her as Caucasian, and they describe her as white. I've had like a breakdown for an audition and it literally said it all all three ways and I was like are you sure they want me to audition for this like they 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 basically described her as like a blonde haired blue eyed girl three ways in the one paragraph um (laughs) I didn't book it um 
not that one, but uh, it, it is really, it's, it's fun to just sort of get to expand people's, you know, thoughts when they see something. And I think once you start watching the show, unless you're actively trying to um, be against something, it's like you go, okay, got it. You know, just like if you're watching a Disney movie, like, you know, and you're like, oh, it's the Lion King. And now they're talking to a warthog. And now they're talking yeah. to a, you know, it's like, why can we get down with that? But we can't get down with people of different ethnicities talking to other people of different ethnicities. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's what we're upset about. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I loved the original Broadway cast of like, or like just production of the little mermaid was because it was so diverse and i mean like true diversity there was people of all shapes and sizes of people yeah. different ethnicities and or i mean even in auditions they said like norm lewis said going and he was like there were men of like there were like latino men there were asian men there were black men there were mixed race people there was and it wasn't like and that's why i loved it so much because they also like like, I mean, just like their Ursula's alone, they were all three very different women with three very different voice types and three very different body sizes. Mm -hmm. And I just, so that's what I loved about it. I mean, even the Mer sisters, like they had an Asian Mer sister, they had like a, they had like several black, like it was just so great. Yeah. So going, yeah. So going on to the Little Mermaid with this little segue there, I don't want to talk about all the drama with that because I feel like that's been talked about enough. <laughs> um, and we have, there's been enough stuff about it. I mean, it still should be taught about, like talked about, but I don't feel the need to. Great. Um, what was the audition process like for this? Because, you know, you, it was obviously, it was the, it was billed as the national tour, mm -hmm. nation, national the tour. National <laughs> tour. <laughs> um, what was the audition process like for that? Um, they had done, uh, so the original producing theater for the tour was the Fifth Avenue Theater back in Seattle, Washington. And they had done, from what I understand, rounds of auditions there in Seattle. And the director, Glenn Casal, um, I had worked with him on a workshop of a new musical here in New York. Um, and I guess, you know, he was, he had just tucked it away in his brain and he was like, oh, if I do Mermaid again, because Glenn gets hired by Disney to sort of like fix the shows, like, why didn't this show work? Like, what's not, um, you know, and so something like The Little Mermaid, which as far as in the Disney standards, didn't succeed was, as well. Yeah. It I didn't think there was much to fix, though. That's just me. Mm. I didn't think there was much to fix. I didn't. Well, the only addition that I liked was the where they started the show with Ariel and like her like little song thing in the beginning, as opposed to starting with Prince Eric. Otherwise, I oh, yeah. yeah, that was I the mean, only addition I liked. <laughs> oh, good. Um, no shade to Glenn. It just that was just that that was just me. That was that's just me. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it, it's no shade to Glenn. I, it's uh, so Disney would call him and and be like, can can we? work on like why, why didn't the show work because it only ran for what was it, like about a year on yeah. Broadway versus like The Lion King which has been running forever and you know Aladdin which has been running and Beauty like everything ran mm -hmm. it was one of the shortest um Broadway engagements and they were like hmm and they weren't they were like why did this not work as well anyway um so Glenn had the idea of you know adding the flying to it versus you know the mermaids being on the Heelys he was like well you should turn the entire proscenium space into the the ocean so the mermaid should be flying so it looks like they're swimming through the sea versus mm -hmm. just gliding back and forth 
um, things like that. You know, he was like, it needs to have more of that Disney magical, like, wow factor. Um, so he's like, if you get people up in the air and make it look like they're swimming, that'll that that would be one thing that would you know elevate it from with some Disney magic. Um, but anyhow, so he had been working on several productions. Like, uh, there's one that's still running in Japan. Um, if you haven't seen that, like that footage is so gorgeous. Um, and all across Europe and just like all over the world, there's there are Glenn's productions of Mermaid um, being done. And they had done several um, workshops and small engagements here in the States. Um, and so when they decided they wanted to launch like the, like the official tour of the show, of this new incarnation of Mermaid, um glenn brought me in to audition um and i mean i just uh i think i sang part of your world i uh did like a, this the opening scene with like flounder and scuttle talking about a dingle hopper and that was pretty much my audition um but i had you know worked with him before and he knew um that he had already tucked me away in his mind of like someone a future ariel that he would want to work with if he were to do the show um in the states again so he kind of already had that idea in his head and so um they had done auditions i guess in seattle and didn't quite find what he was specifically looking for and so um he i got a call and they had like several of us in new york audition and that's how that happened. <laughs> so this was, was it cool or terrifying to fly via the wires? Um, it's cool <laughs> and terrifying. <laughs> I'm scared of heights. Um, but if I'm in, I've found that if I am in work mode, if I am like really focused on something, um, I'm okay. Like I wasn't ever, I never got, um, I never got too, I never got scared during the show. Um, and at least like on, on the tour, for, so the year that I was doing it on tour, that was all done with like an automated system. So it was done by computers that, you know, would um, control everything. And there was someone operating the system, but basically, you know, Adrian would hit like go. And then if there was an emergency, which happened many times where something went wrong and he would have to hit stop and like override it. And then I would just sort of be stuck wherever because it would just the whole system would stop immediately um, or reset back up to like the rafters. And like there was a time I was I, you know, went off stage and then all of a sudden I started flying up like higher and faster than I had ever <laughs> gone. And I seriously was like, oh, my God, this is how I die. Like, I was, like looking up and I was like, I've never been this high ever, like going all the way to the top where and I didn't know that it was just like going to its reset position, which is like way up at the top of the, you know, theater, but I didn't know this. And so I was just like looking up and I'm like holding onto the, the, the wires, which I never do, but I was like, oh my God. And I was like, I'm going to hit, I'm just like, I'm going to just be like, I'm a cheese grater straight up through all these, you know, through the ceiling. And, um, and they were like, oh, no, you'd be fine. It stops at this, you know, like it could never. And I was like, well, no one told me that beforehand. So I really <laughs> thought this is how I die. And I was like, well, that's going to be a story. <laughs> Inhaled by feeling and oh, my God, it was a little scary. But um, but on stage, it was it was fine. Um, 
it really, really fun. The And then at the Walnut Street Theater in Philly, where I saw you, because the uh, Walnut Street Theater is like the oldest theater yeah. in the country, they can't do certain things. It's because it's a, histor a, mm -hmm. a historical building. Um, so they don't have the, uh, they, they legally can't or yeah. um, change certain things. So they couldn't add the flying system. So I was in Philly being manually pulled by two different people. One person is pulling the ropes, <laughs> pulling me up and down, while another guy in tandem is pulling the ropes, pulling me side to side. So that was like definitely um, a new challenge and very interesting because suddenly, you know, it, I did it for, you know, 300 something shows where it was very consistent because it was if it, it, it was just a matter of hitting play and then it was exactly the same. Um, so then at the Walnut, it was like a different, a slightly different flight every yeah. time, which was fun. I was like, all right, this is keeping me like super focused um, because I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen. Because <laughs> it was like a really, really hard Herculean task for them. And, and those the crew was like we've never flown anyone before you know i'm usually just like pulling ropes or you know and they were like okay so we were all sort of figuring it out together <laughs> they did mary poppins before how did they not fly anyone i think they might have done a similar thing i'm not sure what they did with mary poppins but definitely they didn't fly people i'm sure over the audience right i mean i wasn't i, I didn't see it i wasn't there but wait you flew over the audience no no no, no. doesn't mary poppins usually fly over? oh yeah I don't know. It might have been. I know, like, they had literally, like, for Mary Poppins, like, the ropes were, like, literally, like, in the stairwell backstage. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, they probably did the same thing where they had people just <laughs> manually flying, like, old school, you know? Um, yeah, that's what we did at my high school. Whenever we had flying, we would have, like, two, it was always two dads, and they would come in. <laughs> two dads. Um, All right, here we go. We're gonna yep, fly these truly. <laughs> um, So then, literally, like, so when you did Little Merman at Walnut, it was several years after the tour, Mm -hmm. Was that a surprise to you at all? Were you like, just, was that like, were you like, cause I remember I was like, wait, I was like, I wasn't complaining that she were returning, but I was like, okay. I was like, I did, I was not expecting you to return. Well, it was the same production as the mm -hmm. tour and the same director. So I was, it was like, you know, a continuation of that same show that I'd been a part of. So that mm -hmm. sort of helped. It was also um, although to be totally honest, I didn't even realize that until after I had accepted, I just got an email and it was my first offer out of COVID. <gasps> oh. Um, and I just got like an email from my agents being like, Hey, we have an offer from, for you to do the little mermaid at the Walnut street theater. And I was just like, Oh my God, a real show. And I was just like, yes. And then I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, do I want to like be the person that's like doing every possible regional production of the little mermaid or every possible production, any, in any incarnation for the rest of the time. Like, um, but I, it was the first, my first in-person show offer. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, thank God it's with Glenn. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just a continuation of, I mean, I was wearing the same costumes. We had the same set. It was all the same, uh, choreography and, um, like it was the same show <laughs> so were you a just, different, different cast were you just in the back then just like eating snacks or whatever while everyone else was learning no, choreography no, since, because it was uh, a whole i was the only person back uh from the tour company um it was uh, it, it did still feel like a whole new um show it was just you know there were things that were familiar but everything felt very very different for sure
so then everyone around me was different (laughs) so then after the little mermaid you joined the disney princess concerts Mm -hmm. was did you have to audition for that or was that no that was uh i yeah uh flipped into my dms and (laughs) you know and i i remember there was um a day that i was like scrolling through something and then it was like you know i looked at my notifications and it was like susan egan liked your post and i was like what (laughs) i was like susan egan liked my what like susan egan liked my post when did susan egan how did she see my post like when did she start and then i like looked and i was like susan egan is following me and i was like what is going on and (laughs) they were looking for you know people to expand the disney princess concert um company with and so they were um you know seeking out their Disney princesses. <laughs> so, so that's how that happened. Yeah. So what was it like? You know, you worked with like, I mean, Disney icons, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, what was so and you got I remember when I saw I saw it in Philly, because mm-hmm. I saw it for Annalisa. Mm-hmm. Um, and um I remember I just remember like I was like, there were a lot of little kids, and I was like, I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, I was like, there was just so many little kids, and I was like, oh, this is weird. I was like, this is weird, but I was like, I stay. Because I stay for Annalisa because I love her I so love much. I love her. She's the best. And I remember I met her afterwards and she was so kind. She literally stayed for like over an hour just talking to me and talking to other people. And I was like, I know the one like security woman was getting a little annoyed because she was like, I want to go, <laughs> <I wanna> go <laughs> home. So I was like, I was trying to wrap it up. But I just remember I turned into like such like a goober and I was like, I couldn't even like talk. And I just, <laughs> I just, I love her. So yeah, so what was, I mean, so what was it like working with, like, I mean, literally, like, Susan Egan is a literal Disney legend. She did the first mm-hmm. ever Disney Broadway musical mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. She is the original Broadway Disney princess. <laughs> like, so, the actual <laughs> original Broadway Disney princess. <laughs> well, yeah, so what was it like working with these amazing women? Um, uh, that was definitely a super, <laughs> I mean, dream moment. Um it was insane. I remember in the rehearsals last year or earlier in January, um, we were in the rehearsal room and we started do- doing the choreography and everything for She's in, uh, no, not She's in Love. Sorry. People will say I'm in love. <laughs> Hercules, you know, which she did the voice for Meg. And she starts singing and she sounds exactly like she does in the movie, exactly yep. like she does every time you listen to that song on you know your disney playlist is that just me but that's me all the time i and, have one it's called you know, house of mouse house that's good you should call I, I, ha- I have that and then i my christmas playlist is called litmus mm. um <laughs> and then my halloween playlist is called spooky doopy oh my god it's so stupid <laughs> i love that that's amazing um and yeah, and that's what mine is. And then, oh, and then I have my generic one, which is like Car Jam Mega Mix 8000. <laughs> <laughs> you I, got a lot of playlists. I do. I got, and then I got, yeah, I got, and then I got a, yeah, I got, I got, I have my playlists. I got, and I like have a bunch of different things. Like it's so random. That's so fun. That's, I'm, do, do you uh, playlist on like Spotify? Do Spotify, you, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many playlists you have? Um, I have a lot. Hang on, I can check. Hang on. Uh, la 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 dismiss. Five hundred and seventy-eight. <laughs> wait, I have. Of course it does. Okay, wait. Now I got to count. Okay, one, oh, two. God. Oh no, that's not what I wanted to do. One, wait. One, two, 
three, four, five, six, seven, Seventeen playlists. There's other ones are um Ak Excuse Me, which is my acapella <laughs> playlist. Um my uh, I have a Dolly Parton playlist called Parton My Language. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you are you are very punny. <laughs> I I just I remember that came in one time when I was with my then boyfriend in the car and I was like, wait, I was like, I gave him my phone and I was like, write this down for me. Write this down before I forget it with Parton My Language. Do all of your playlists have a, um, like a, a punny name? Most of them. Yeah. Very good. Very I good. Tr- I always try to think of puns for my playlist. Cause I'm like, it makes it more fun. It way, it's way more fun. <laughs> way more fun. <laughs> um, and my playlists are like so wild. Like I'll literally have everything ranging from like classic Dolly Parton to like share now to like musical theater to like kiss um like it's just like it's the wildest collection like like it's like (laughs) no that is good who wants to listen to the same thing it's like have an expanded um interest in music and i remember i added playlist selection i added a bunch of for my christmas play for my holiday playlist i added a bunch of like jinx once the jinx and de la holiday special came out i was like just add the whole album (laughs) did you see them when they were in philly I did not because I think it was one of these places where it was like they were like it's in Philly but it's like on like this oh, other yeah. like yeah I went with Sean and Derek and uh it was like on our night off and we went and yeah we had to take the SEPTA for like Yeah and it was like quite a trek and then maybe an and then an Uber it Yeah was- and it was like very far and I was like it would have been like almost like an hour and it would have been like the middle of the night when I was driving and I was like and I was like, I was like, I'm not comfortable doing that right now. It was quite a trip. I probably wouldn't have uh, gone if if I if I wasn't with them because I was like, because yeah, and then that was the only no thing idea I where I am. <laughs> I would have been going by myself, and I would have been like, um, I'm all for it. like I'm all for adventuring in like Center City because I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, once we get out, of City, you I'm get like, out. exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or like New York, like in the theater district, I'm all for like going, like just gallivanting around the theater district. But after that, I'm like, I'm like, nope, nope. I was like, somebody's either with me or we are not going. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. It's better to, you know, be in a be in an area where you know where you are versus going out in the middle of the night to some unknown location that takes and, a bus and a train and a car and a and, and then a weird with my- walk. <laughs> And then with my luck, I would have put in the wrong address. And so I would have been in like some shady neighbor because no. I used to deliver pizzas and that happened before where I like put like, I would like take me like someplace and I'm like, this is not anywhere near where the address was. So I don't know why my GPS took me here. Wow. I mean, wow. that was, I mean, I've, but I think they're touring again soon. So I might try and see if I can get friends together. Yeah, they're just touring carpool. again this, this year or like this holiday season again. Because I know I was going to see um, Bianca Del Rio when she came to Philly because she was originally slated for the Academy of Music. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, because we literally just get off the um, the Patco stage. We just literally get off and we're like right outside the theater. I was like, okay. But then COVID happened. 
And then they like transitioned him to wear like that other theater where like Jinx and Dela were. And it was like, I was like, it was like, yeah, no, we're not driving. I was like, so I love, yeah. I was like, I love Bianca, but we're not driving that far. I was like, typically my grade of thumb is like, I was like, unless it's something that like we really want to do, it's, it's more than like an hour and a half drive. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> sure. if it's going to, if it's going to take longer for me to drive there and get back than it is for me to actually spend time there, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> And I know my brother calls me lazy for that, but I'm like, it's really like, you, you drive it then. <laughs> you, you drive. Well, you drive. brother go with you. <laughs> um, so my last question for you is, do you, is there a lady that you would love to have lunch with? They can be dead. They can be alive. They can be non-theater related. Hmm. Is there a lady who I would love to have lunch with? Or dinner or brunch or drinks. Yeah, no, I mean lunch, because ladies do lunch. I get it. I get it. I'm just like, ooh, that's a great question. Um I would love I think it would it would be really cool. This might be like, I don't know if this is a lame answer, but I am such a big fan of Leia Salonga and I've met her um she was really she's really good friends with eric kunzi who was one of my princes on tour mm -hmm. and um i just remember i remember this so clear uh we were i was in my dressing room at some at a theater and uh and he said something about like oh yeah did you see that post that leia like leia's post today and i was like like on facebook and i was like uh no, I'm not friends i'm not friends with leia on, <laughs> on facebook and he's like you're not friends with leia and i was like uh no, I'm obsessed with Leia, but I'm not like, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't know me. Like, I don't, you know, we don't know each other. And he was like, no, she was posting about you on, on her Facebook. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was just like, what? And so I, you know, I mean, and he's telling me this and they're like, you know, five minutes to places. And I was like, oh, I gotta go. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. And I, um, I ended up sending her like a message on Facebook. And I was just like, oh, you know, Eric told me blah, 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 or whatever I said, I don't know, but just like, thanks so much. Um, and then during intermission, she, I like got back to my dressing room and uh, I had a message back from her. And she was like, oh my God, you're so amazing. And what, you know, and I was like, I am, I, I'm, I am dead. And then, you know, I go back out to do act two and, wildest dreams is happening and i i think it was probably the most authentic like excited wildest Aww. dreams that i had ever had because i was just running around that stage like oh yes a longer message <laughs> you know i was just like oh my god we've exchanged like three messages now and i i was so like ah running around the castle you know um but uh then later once i was back from tour or maybe on a layoff I'm, I can't remember um I went to go see her in Once on this Island mm -hmm. and then we were like chatting quite a bit just on social media um and then I like messaged her and I was like oh I'm coming to see um Once on this Island today and she was like great up your name is on the list and I was like oh I'm with like <laughs> I'm with like four other people or like there's gonna be four of us and she's like great uh, you and three other people and I was like she's like I can't wait to meet you and I'm like <laughs> okay you know oh my and, God. and then i you know went backstage and she like gave us a tour we all hung out like you know after the show a bit and you know she just is like oh my god it's so nice to meet you and i'm like girl i like wrote my i wrote papers on you <laughs> i like 
have studied you. I, you know, was mimicking your voice um, watching Disney movies when I was a kid before I even knew it was you. You know, like, yeah, so nice to meet me. Okay, yeah, no, uh, I'm literally trying to keep myself together right now. Um, but so that was like my in-person experience with her. I would love to sit down and like have a proper, like not me being a complete spaz um just the whole time being like keep it cool keep it cool don't be cool be cool be cool be cool be cool cool." you know just trying to keep it together that's me Um, like every time it's stage door like it does not matter if i've known the person for years i'm like (gasps) bye (laughs) (laughs) just like um so where can the people find you on the internet do you want them to find you on the internet yeah um (laughs) I'm on, I think all of my handles on the interwebs are all like at Diana Huey, just my name, very basic. Um, Like on Instagram, I'm mildly on TikTok um, and I'm like very mildly on Twitter. Like I have those, um, but I don't use them very regularly. I think the thing that I probably use the most would be Instagram, but um, yeah, it's just at Diana Huey or you know, dianahuey.com. Like, really, I'm not that hard to find. <laughs> if you if you have my name, I'm not hard to find on the social media stuff. Alrighty. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, it was thank so you. fun. All righty. I will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. So here's to the girls on the go. Everybody tries. Look into their eyes and you'll see what they know Everybody does A toast to that invincible bunch The dinosaurs surviving the crunch Let's hear it for the ladies